Welcome to another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne and Cousin Todd. Founding member of the ADHD Rocks Podcast Network. Right, ladies and gentlemen, once again, welcome to another fantabulous episode of It's Not About You with myself, uh, Jamal Harrington. Uh, Marianne is back, so yay. Yay. Uh, we're, happy, uh, we're, we're so happy about that. And also with us, as usual, is um, what's his name? Oh, Todd, cousin Todd. <laughs> yes, cousin Todd. <laughs> Who, um, uh, I, um, let's start off with this, man. This has been. Uh, it was such a great weekend uh, this past weekend. Um, I had the, uh, I, me, Todd, we went to the Emerald City Comic Con yes. last uh, this past we weekend, did. and um, as different as it was, as far as vendors and and folks, it was actually a whole lot of fucking fun. It was definitely worth the trip. Um, I had fun. Uh, we had. It, it it was great, you know. It, usually it's done in March, and uh, next year they're actually gonna bring it back on March from March second to the fifth, and uh, which I will definitely be coming back to, for that. Um, and uh, but such a great weekend, a lot of great uh, folks that were there. Uh, Todd, you wanna share your info? I uh, mean, share your uh, experience with that. Oh uh, man, uh, so well, big thing is shout out to Josh. Who hooked me up with my pass for the day, and uh, Shout I had out to Josh. Yeah, he's uh, someone who I've met on on a on a uh, Facebook group for uh, Seattle area nerds. So he, it's kind of, his group is is like a meetup group for like getting oh yeah meeting up with people and, and you know playing games and just whatever. Josh, uh, what's his last name? Hartsburg? I. Yeah, that's, that sounds right. I yeah. my brain is not yeah, braining a, today. A, Are you on his group as well? Yeah, I am. I sent you an invite, so you I'm did, not surprised. And I did. I did. Yeah. It. So he he recently asked. Also, he made me an admin on that group. So, um, that. yeah. That's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, we had fun. We you know I basically the the trade for me having the pa- uh, the, the the Saturday pass was I helped him with uh, you know getting merch into his into his bag on the back of his wheelchair so mm, so nice. yeah which is which is fine i had no problem doing that oh yeah yeah no shit i wanted to go see a couple things but because they were in a different building and i had already done a lot of walking before i got oh to, my god you know what before i got to the con me and me and jamal we we got off the wrong exit we got off the exit after the one we were supposed to get off at so we had to walk from like Dick's Drive-in up on up on uh, Capitol Hill, yeah, all the way down to the convention center. Oh wow! So I already I already made like half. I I think there was like twelve hundred steps, mm. just doing that, you know. And I actually I was there for maybe thirty minutes before I meet I met my goal of six thousand steps. Wow! So wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad because. Um, we were talking Romeo and Jamal were talking afterwards and. Romeo was like, well, you guys could have taken one of our mobility scooters. Yeah, we, we wouldn't have been able to because we we busted in. We we parked the car at a at a parking ride in SeaTac. We took the light rail in. And I don't know if I could have don't gotten. Don't they have attachments for wheelchairs? Yeah, but I'm I I I wouldn't feel right 
utilizing the 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 uh, wheelchair the wheelchair spot on a bus, knowing full well that I'm fully capable of getting up and walking away from that chair. I yeah, I just I you are, but not you can't go for long periods. I managed that whole day. My feet I, hated me for it, but yeah. Hold on, I got food coming. I guess sit it right there. Oh yeah. yeah. Thank you. My husband is so amazing. By the way, if there's any left, that'd be great. I think I drank all of them. <laughs> yeah. I um. I think Jamal went to go get his food. Yeah, I he think his like he's food coming got back. It's that. <laughs> but yeah, we had we had a blast. You know, if it hadn't been for the fact that I already walked like two thousand steps from the bus stop to the convention center, I would have been more apt to like Oops. trying to find my way over to the Sheridan. I think is where the uh, all the guests were. I would have at the very least would have been able, like to have been able to see Brendan Fraser from it. You know, within an eye shot. You know. And yeah, there was so a bunch you, of other people. Did you guys uh, split up or did you guys stick together? Um, we stuck together for a while, but then Jamal had to go find out where his uh, comedy thing was going to be. So he 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 wow. boonied on over to where that was, and then we we ran across him in the in the merch room um, a little bit later. So J- Jamal, did you? How was the stand up? Did you, were you able to? Did you perform stand up? Yes. It was like a, it was it was the weirdest stand-up show that I've ever been to, but it was also the most awesome one I've been to, because it was it was like a panel, it was like a panel at a convention. Yeah, I saw that. You know, it was so it was, it was more it was it was more akin to like an old school roast show, like like ah, like uh, the you. Friars roast, because everyone's up on a panel, and then whoever was speaking got up to the podium and did their their set. Mm. There wasn't any roasting, obviously. I mean, there was a little bit, but it wasn't like. It wasn't a roasting show. Right. Well, you have to kind of do a little bit of a roast with the way, way the things were set up and when you have your comic sitting right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the funny thing is the people that were there, like I'm looking at the audience and I'm just like already dumping jokes out of my head. I guess this is not going to work. This is not going to work. But with the two comics that went up before me, I was like, oh, I get to just, I could do this. I could get away with this. I could get away with that. But off of the, it was just said. like... Yeah, I mean, it was just, there were couples there that were dressed up, and I'm just like, you know, they're fucking, right? Like, you, you're you dressed up as, like, you know, the Jedis. You know, it's like, hey, whose idea was this kind of a thing, you know? It's like, it's not like, you know, it was just like, I mean, and, and yes, we did talk about, well, they talked about sex, but um, <laughs> it was tasteful, you know what I mean? It, it, was, so, it was so tastefully done. Um, Amos was... It's so funny. I love um, he was kind of mad was because everybody like, was way bluer than he was, and he was expecting to not being able to say anything like that. And everyone was saying, fuck this and fuck let that. Let me guess. Amos went up first. No, he was up last. Oh, well, oh really? He went up, like, last. Yeah. And okay, why was he so. mad that everybody else was, was cussing and he didn't? Because they were told to keep it not uh, ah. blue. And, but oh. that got blown out of the water right quick. Yeah, it usually does on something in like that kind Sal- of situation. Lysalis like, like was like, "Okay, look, I'm not gonna tell you guys what to say, but I'm gonna tell you guys what you may not be able to get away with. You, don't, you probably don't want to talk about eating pussy." And I'm thinking to myself, 
okay, yeah, sure. I mean, that's, he's like, there's kids in there, blah, blah, blah. But I'm looking at that audience and I'm like, some, in my it's mind. It's a con audience. There's, like, there's no, there's no filters needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, somebody in here is eating pussy. I don't give a fuck. Like, that girl is dressed up the way you want her to dress up. Yeah, she's, you're eating, yeah, you're doing that. Um, But it was just, it was like, it was weird because I kind of felt like I was at a toy convention. Like, I felt like, you know, like Toy Story. I felt like Andy had lined up all of his toys and then he was just like speaking. That's kind of what it felt you like. Were, you were doing and, your, your best Sid impression, like, you know, t- telling jokes to all of Andy's toys. Like, do my bidding kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, Silas did a great job. He, he went up uh, after um, Amos, and, oh, my God, he just just Slayed. went in. And even, like, his opening when he was just telling people to just shut the fuck up, like, as, like, a, hey, you know, if you don't like what you just shut the fuck up. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm behind you on this. But... You know, if you all think around, you can help the um, comedian, shut the fuck up. Yeah. If you yeah, if you right. don't like what the comedian's saying, shut the fuck up. Feel free to leave. But he ba- he basically laid down the ground rules. I mean, and the thing is, it was packed. It it, it amazes it amazed me that I was not expecting it to be full like that. On, with all the well, the first time I did it, people were standing like it was it was almost standing room only. But it also amazed me with all the things that people could have been doing during that, you know, time slot, that five o'clock time slot we have. People came and watched us or watched a comedy show. You know, they didn't know who we were, but they watched the comedy show and they were very happy. So I thought it was, um, I thought that was pretty cool. You know, just the fact that people came in. Uh, you know, I went into, I went and sat in one of the panels, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is actually pretty funny." And I was afraid to leave because I was like, "What if I miss something? That's gonna be awesome." And I stayed to like the whole thing. I was like sucked in. Wow. You know, um, one thing that you definitely may want to consider, Marianne, especially for Romeo's sake. Get him to one of these cons. He's gonna, he would love it. Oh, I want to, and we're supposed to. We, you know, like, like. So, you know, this last weekend, we didn't know anything about it, but we had the grandbabies because my newest granddaughter was just born last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, um, um, we had the two oldest kids. My son and his wife said, please, mom, can you come get, can you come get mm-hmm. the oldest kids so we can have a couple of days with the new baby just some downtime and, and some, some peace and quiet. And, you know, and I know they're going through a lot of stress right now. I mean, this is the third baby. There was so much stress. Like there was so much stress about the granddaughter even being born, um, which really frustrates me and upsets me. Like the doctors were telling uh, uh, my daughter-in-law all along that the baby was going to be down syndrome or there was things not right with the baby or the baby's head was too small. I mean, just all these horrific things, right? And so we expected, you know, the baby to come out, you know, either severely disabled or, you know, like all these issues. Right. And they were first. And then the last thing was, is that a couple of weeks ago, they were telling her that if the baby uh, didn't grow, then the baby was too small and they were going to induce her. And then. 
so then they decided not to. Well, the baby was born 7 pounds, 13 ounces, and she was absolutely perfect. Ten fingers, ten toes, two eyes, two nostrils, only one little tail, and um, just freaking adorable, right? So there's all that tremendous amount of stress. And then on top of that, my son and his wife have to move with the three kids uh, next week. What? Yeah, because the place that they are renting with um, her brother, so my son's brother-in-law, and his girlfriend, wife, or fiance. Yeah. So it, it's just there's a, a tremendous amount of stress right now. So they're trying to find a place, and it's really, you know, they've been struggling. You know, like most young people are struggling trying to find a place to live right now. And so um, it's just been just stress after stress after stress. And so I was like, you know, let's go take the take the older kids and to be able to have some downtime with them. And I love, I love spending the time with them. We went to uh olympia's children's museum which by the way shout out i, I don't get paid for this but shout out for to olympia's <laughs> children's museum if you've got kids under the age of 12 take them to the olympia children's museum i had such a hard time the worst thing that i had was trying to get the kids away from the area that they were playing because they're like no they were having so much fun they didn't want to leave and then we take them to the next area and they're like oh my god it was even better than the last one and then like, it's three stories just inside of all these different things. These hands-on, they could touch, they could play. Guys, they had a freaking stage. They had a stage with little wooden microphones it, on microphone stands. It was, yes. And so, you know, my, my grandson was up there, and I was like, sling some jokes. Tell me something funny. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, it was incredibly awesome. And, you know, they, it was just, they have, you know, all these really fun things there, so. Find um, out what it's like to be disappointed at a young age. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Come on, kid, I'll heckle you. And so, um, it was. Ah, be funny. It was a lot of fun. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I had a lot of fun. Um, but it's been just oh my god, so crazy busy. Um, that. You know, but I, I just, I don't understand why the doctors have to be, you know, I don't know if it was because the doctors in Eastern Washington or, or what, or if they were just, you know, if they were trying to mind fuck my da daughter-in-law or what thought, pro their thought process was to just say all these horrific things. Because, you know, I know as, as a mom who's, who's lost a child, who, who, who had a baby who died, when you have something where they tell you these negative things, you set yourself up for the worst. And what happens is, is that you mentally detach from your child. You will actually detach try, as a mind's way of trying to protect you from a loss. And so oh. now they're going to have to overcome all that shit, too. Don't you think they were probably trying to prepare her for the worst, maybe? Yeah. But they didn't have any reasoning behind it. That's the problem. Right? Okay. Like, clearly, there's tests that they could have done. And, and instead of freaking her out, they should have said, you know, we, there's some tests we need to do. And then, again, when they were saying, oh, the baby's head's really tiny, she's really tiny, you know, we're going to have to take her because uh, she's not getting enough nutrition. I mean, now, keep in mind, a 7-pound, 13-ounce baby, almost an 8-pound baby. My daughter-in-law is 92 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> right? Like, my God, can you imagine...
And and she's a champ because I, I was feeling very depressed because I didn't get to watch my, my this granddaughter be born. I've got to watch my other grand, two grandchildren get born. I was there. I was there in person. I watched it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My daughter-in-law let me in to watch uh-uh. the babies. And, and God bless Ooh, my boy. son. He videoed Ooh. it. And after the baby was born, he he messaged me the the video of, of my newest granddaughter being born. And I no, I haven't coming out coming out the womb. Yes, coming Ooh, out the okay. hoo ha, everything. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. And and you know what though? Like I'm and and like I said, and no thing he asks, he's, he's like, Mom, you can show the video to people, just do not send it to anybody. You're the only person who has a copy of the video. And I was like, uh-huh. okay, I I won't. And I I I even. So at the very beginning, like Romeo was kind of like, he wasn't sure. Like when I was watching the video, Romeo, you could tell he was kind of like, he wanted to look, but he didn't want to look. And I was like, no, you don't want to see this because the the baby's head hasn't even crowned yet. So right now this is just, you know, this is all straight up vagina and you don't need to to see that. It's weird because it's like, you know, my mom and my, we, we talked about this, like, oh, you're going to want to see your kids born. It's like a beautiful thing. I'm like, uh-uh. I, my wife or whatever hooker I knock up will be lucky <laughs> that I'm even in the same room. No, no. Hey, how's the baby? Oh, it's good. We're good. All right, cool. You're like, going to be one it. of those like, old time fathers that would be outside smoking a cigar outside the waiting room. If there's, <clears> if, if we were in the eighties and I had camcorders and I was filming births, we would be, there'd be so many smashed uh, cameras because I'd be dropping it and I'd probably be fainting. I can't, no. And the funny thing is like, I've seen cows give birth and I'm just like, it's, and that's amazing to me. Just sitting there, a cow, just pushing a calf out. I'm just like, I'm like, they're like, if you could watch this, you could watch a child being born. I'm like, no, I can't even watch that. No, I would faint. You know, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 oh God, yeah. Just I'm, I'm picturing it in my head. And mind you, the calf just falls out the womb or the vaginal cavity, and it's just it's drenched in like placenta. Yeah. Like, what do I go from here? No, you, you just wobble your way to like the nearest. You know, like, no, I, I, I no, no. Future good wives or whatever, if you're hearing this, I'll be there. I can't promise. I'll hold your hand, but I'm looking away like I'm getting another fucking booster shot for the COVID. <laughs> no. He, he's, he's, yeah, he's very, uh, got a weak constitution I, when it comes to that stuff. Really? I've seen some shit, but nah. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Clearly, you've not seen some shit because you've looked away. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> You're scary, I'm, man. I'm just, ah, oh man, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm just like, nah, nah. But no, I'm sure it's a beautiful thing though, because again, it's your, it's your, um, mm. it's your third, it's your, is this your third grandchild? How many grandchildren do you have now? So actually, kind of fourth, because my stepdaughter, my soon-to-be stepdaughter, um, has her daughter. Um, I, I'm, I'm telling you what, guys. Oh, okay. I. I, I, know, I know. I'm getting, I had a conversation with Romeo this morning. Um, it is, let's see, one, two, three, four, 
Five, six, so, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven days, ten, eleven days from my wedding. Yay! And I told Romeo I started hyperventilating. I was like, I was like, man, I might be a runaway bride. <laughs> I'm like freaking out. He goes, he's not you, running very far. He goes, you better not. He goes, cause I'll trip a bitch. <laughs> oh man! I have people posted at the the door. So I got here kind of early today because I wanted to help Romeo set up uh, his, oh his 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 own uh, account on my Oculus, which I don't think I'm ever getting back. Um, although, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, it's funny because he goes, I go, man, I want to get it back. He's like, why is it? Because I watch all my porn on there. He goes, you could watch porn on an Oculus. He's like, dude, they have VR porn. He's like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, like like. It's like it's not interactive. You can't like grab her boobs or nothing, but she's like on top of you and she's kissing all over you and grabbing you and what or your virtual you. And he goes, "Oh, I gotta see this." So <laughs> I go, "All right." He puts the headset on. I, I say, "Open the the web browser." He goes, "Okay, okay." And uh, and because we're not live streaming, this is the only reason why I'm even telling this story. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, he, <laughs> I go, the only place I've been able to find VR porn has been xhamster.com. You can go on there, you can select, you know, the type of videos you want to see and it will show you. And uh, then you search for whatever, whatever your kinks are or whatever, whatever gets your motors going. And, uh, <laughs> he legit, he puts it on, he starts a video and I hear, and this girl talking all soft and sweet and, and he goes, he goes, whoa! He kind of lunges back. He goes, I don't know you, lady. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, the video she starts kissing on on uh, on the camera or something, and he just he he like re- he had the funniest reaction I've ever seen of anybody watching porn, <laughs> <laughs> including myself. So, so in other words, he felt like he was cheating on me. He he, he goes. I don't know you, lady. My my wife, my wife, might will not approve of this, or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And it was, I go, dude. You know they can't hear you. They they're just reacting. Hey, you know, you can hit them. They have no feelings. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. it's it's not it's not like a it's it's not like you're in a in a VR place. It's you're watching a virtual. It it, it was. Filmed with one of those 360 cameras, the ones that that film everything. Oh, yeah. You know, so you you, you have like this immersive video kind of thing going on, but you, she doesn't interact with you at all. I don't know that porn should be video 360. There's some things you just don't want to see. <laughs> well, luckily for us, the the camera was from the point of view of the di- of the guy that she was doing whatever she was doing because I didn't actually see it. I just, I've seen those types of videos and typically it's it's a guy leaning back on a couch like this and the camera's like right here, like on like a, on a, on a, like on a GoPro like hmm. band on his head. And, and he, he'll, uh, because it's a 360 camera, he doesn't have to move his head or anything. He just kind of sits there. And if you move your head, you'll see what's to the left and to the right of you and up and down and all that. I made the mistake of looking down once, and I saw him. Oh. 
I was like, well, yeah. he's way more gifted than I am. I'm glad he's having fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, so, uh... so Romeo's like, please don't take it today. Please don't take it. I have to go back to that website later. <laughs> you know what he's going to be doing tomorrow when I'm at work? <laughs> Making a huge watching mess. Trip the, watching Trip in the Rift. <laughs> so Romeo has two addictions, maybe three addictions, <laughs> three addictions. We all have our own addictions. His addictions are food, clearly, sugar, clearly, his Kool-Aid. I was going to say gambling might be one. Oh, God, okay. So food and sugar is kind of the same thing. Gambling and porn. See, I didn't know that. Had I known that he he, he was... Oh, yeah, he used to work in a in a Castle Mega store. That's one of the things that they used to do is give him all the fucking porn, and he'd have to... You know, and I told him, like, look, when it comes to the porn, I don't have an issue. I, I absolutely don't have any issue with him watching porn when I'm not around. I don't. Or if I'm sleeping. And that's usually, you know, it's not like he's out there. I said, as long as I say I want it and you can provide it, that's all I care about. Don't ever get to the point where you can't give me mine when I want it and I am fine. Right. And I don't want to hear, you know, I don't want to hear that, you know, man, I've been, I was masturbating for six hours yesterday. I don't have it um, in me, babe. Oh, 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 no. If that ever happens, we got a problem. We've got a problem. Like, seriously. Don't waste your seat on the ground, Romeo. That's right. And he doesn't. So, yeah. So I don't know. What's the point of watching a lot of porn if you're not going to jerk off? I, uh... I mean, my thing, but here's the thing, though. Here's my, it's, when it comes, if you're in a relationship, I'm like, do you really need to watch porn? Like, unless, unless, unless your significant other's like, hey, I'll watch porn with you so we can, like, get tips on how to spice up the relationship. Okay, maybe. But it's just like, if you're watching porn and you're jerking off while your girl is away or something, it's, just, it's almost like, Dude, like, let the anticipation of the next time you bang your girlfriend or boyfriend, like, let that just settle in. Let that, like, you know, because it's just like, here's the thing. What you don't want to do is you don't want to jerk off. And then when it's when she's in the mood or he's in a mood, it's like, oh, oh, let me guess. You, you just jerked off, right? Is that why you're you're soft as a noodle uh, or whatever? You know, it's like and it's it's almost like, oh, I don't do it for you now. And another thing is, like, what you don't want is, like, I mean, don't. You don't want like, oh, cause you watch them, you know, hot blondes on porn and I, I'm not sexy enough for you. Like, you know, you don't want that kind of feeling. Really? Like, right. I don't want to be right. like, you know, I exactly. don't want to be like, hey, hey, babe, are you, you in the mood? No, I was, you know, I was just watching porn and I was, or, or you know, you're not as big as, you know, I'm Mr. Marcus or whatever. I'm just don't, <laughs> don't ask me how I know his name, but. You know, you're not big as these guys. And it's almost like, that's a shot to the fucking ego. You know, you don't want to be like, oh, these are the bitches that I have to compete with. And I got to be like, right. oh, these are the more fucking, you know, big black hawks I got to compete with. Yo, hold you on. Know, First sorry. of all, time out for just a second. A woman can masturbate and watch porn all fucking day and masturbate all day and still be able to have sex with her man. Because... Really? Okay. And... But a, a man cannot watch porn all day and jerk off once, twice, three times and still be able to perform without a blue pill. Um, 
Hold on, I'm going to the recovery sexual, time at least. Uh, I'll kill you if you got my carpet. I'm picking yeah, exactly, it up. Exactly. There's definitely, there's definitely, yeah, it has to be a definite recovery time. Um, places. Like the last loving relationship I was in, I, you know what? I made sure, even though I, if I wanted to, I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to see her in, a, in like, I'll see her later on tonight, and then I'll have like all that energy pent up uh-huh. where I can just give her the business. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't. I don't think I could like jerk off all day and then just be like, "Hey, honey, you know, let's do it." No, no, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, that's that's a little much. But as, if I know, like, I'm with somebody that's like. You know, she likes to have sex every other day. Please, I could wait. I could wait a good 12 hours. Let's go, you know? But, yeah. Oof, man. That, 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 was a, that, was a hard, that was a hard one right there. But, luckily, I don't have that problem. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Marianne stepped away Mary, for a moment. Yeah, Marianne stepped away, and I'm trying to think, do I want to do... Gosh, I, I, I'm so pumped about... Um... And the thing is, there is an epi- uh I know, so, for those of you who are new to listening to this uh, podcast, um, first of all, thank you. Um, I know we try to get a lot of people from the uh, the comic convention. Yeah, um, we, have, we, we probably to, have at least, at least two or three new listeners. Maybe five or um, six. And that's the start. That's a good start. Um, and, you know, and, and a funny thing is, like, I heavily pushed garbage people, which right now I I think I, I will. It's a hit. And, and, and Marianne hasn't been on when we debuted this. But, this will um, be her first one then. So this will be her first one right now. If uh, I actually have my thing up, I have. So this is our third week of doing it. Right now, I am at 17. But I've only read 16 of them because there was one that I wanted to read that I wanted Marianne to be in on because I know this is something that she could relate to. So I saved number seven for for tonight, basically, so I could get... But, you know, um, I've had people tell me um, their thoughts on garbage people and... A lot of people, so, so far the emphasis is yes, for the most part. Yeah, these people are dicks and um, yeah, may a thousand camels shit on their face. Like that's what, you know, the, the consensus I've got. But the ones who are like, wait a minute, um, the people that are just kind of like, you're trying to just nitpick at people with, uh, and, and the thing is, we're not nitpicking. It's just, no, not at all. you know, it's this. We're, um, we're definitely not nitpicking. We're definitely not trying to. I mean, if you feel bad, it's like, okay, well, then that's a you problem. Because out of all the, with the exception of the whole single parent thing, a yeah. lot of people were just like, yeah, I, I agree with you with out of 17, maybe 12. And that's. A good so, percentage. Are you telling me that you had other people give you pushback on the whole like single parent taking on the other the other parents' holiday? I I had one more pushback on it, but it's almost like the the argument can't be well you're not a parent you don't know what it's like. I'm like well 
I'm not supposed to be a parent when I don't want to be a parent. You're, you know, you're 15 years younger than me um, and you're struggling. So it's like, have, a, you know, have the baby. Don't, don't have the baby when you're ready. And I think that's the biggest problem with society is people are just having kids just to have kids. No, I don't have kids because I felt, even, and I'm 41 years old, mind you, I never felt like I was ready to have kids. So that's why I don't have them. Does it mean that I never wanted to have kids? Absolutely not. I've always. Oh. I think I would. I would make a great father. Uh, you, you know. know if, I would. When we get to your your garbage people, I have one to add to the list. You know, the thing about men though is, is that you can be fathers. When I mean, my older brother is fifty-four in October. His newest baby is due in February. Wait, what? Nice, nice, strong swimmers. Strong swimmers. Well, they've been trying though. They've been trying for like the last ten years, and my brother was told he had he had uh, cancer when he was thirty-five. It was like thirty-five. It was when Grandma died, and he was told that he would never have um, kids, and. I gotta take this. Hold on, hold on. That's right, folks. Life happens during a podcast. I, um, yeah. but yeah, no. I, I, and the thing is, I love kids. I, I, I think kids are great. I think kids keep you young. Um, and kids, um, help you with your budget, you know, cause you never know when you're going to have to bail one out. Yeah. So they will also um, turn you gray prematurely. Well, yeah. And I'm, and I'm, well, yeah, there's that too, but I, I do like kids, you know, and it always seems like that's like, yeah, kids, kids, you know, I still think that my family has a pool on who's going to have another, who's going to have the next kid, me or my brother. And right now, I think my brother's going to win that. Maybe. I'm going to put that on him. I'm going to be like, hey, man, there's, the pool says that you're going to have a kid next. <laughs> and I would love to see that happen. Well, I've had, I've had people ask me over the years, like, you know, do you want to be a parent? Do you want to, do you want to have kids? Is it, no. Never wanted to have kids. Even, I mean... All the way back to my teen years, didn't want any kids, and uh, and nothing's changed since then. <laughs> oh well, in the last like five years, I I realized that you know. Let me let me. Ask I'm you not going to have I'm not going to have anybody visiting me in the old folks' home when that when that happens if that happens. Do you are you an uncle? I am, and I don't and, I don't uh, see my nieces and nephews. Oh, I don't. I mean, they live in they live in federal way, and I I'm only like maybe thirty minutes away. And I haven't seen them since I moved back. Okay, um, because I because you know I have a niece, and oh, she's I a know. handful, and she she is she. You've got the most adorable niece, of course, outside of mine. Which, I mean, I can't. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I see, I see her, and I'm like, damn. Like every time I like look at her or hang out with her. Like the only thing that comes to my mind is, can I have a kid? 
like right now, like if I wanted to, like, to, you know, and sometimes she's like the, she is a, you know, she's like the, uh, she is like a walking prophylactic. Like, yep, thanks for reminding me why I don't have children. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Anytime, yeah, anytime I go to a, like a McDonald's or like a movie theater and there's young kids in there, I remember why I don't want kids. But then there's those moments where you're, you're seeing, you're seeing video footage of your, your, your siblings' kids or your niece or your nephew's kids, and you think, yeah. you know, maybe I should have at least had one but then at the same time i'm also thinking um no because if i did have a kid and i'm not i'm not financially ready to to have a kid then you know that's it's not going to be it's not going to be fun it's not it's going to be stressful and i'm i don't deal well with stress and you know i don't i don't want to, to do to my potential future kids that my dad did to me you know uh huh. He did a lot of fucking horrible shit. You should never ever hear from your father. <laughs> like, um, I oh, like the time he found out I had a gay friend, and uh, he started he started razzing me for having a gay friend. Like, like, you know, like like the the bully at school, the one who's like finds that one thing about you that's weird or not normal quote unquote, air quotes and uh starts just kind of drilling in on that and that was coming from my father um saying things like keep in mind he was a teenager during the 50s so back in his day they used to beat up you know queer kids and homosexuals for fun because they were weird or different so yeah mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. Welcome to the new age. Yeah, yeah, no, I, you know, I remember telling him a num num numerous times that, you know, Dad, it's, a lot has changed in the last 60, 70 years when it comes to that community, you know. Nowadays, nowadays yeah. they, the vast majority of people don't care what you do in the privacy of your own home. And, oh, yeah. And uh, to me, it always seemed weird that, like, some people hyper-focus on what someone's private life is like. Like, do you do that with, like, heterosexual families or people? Okay, then why is it you're f focusing on this person and that person's relationship? Are you, do you want to know what it's like for them? Is that the deal? <laughs> you know? So, I've had many conversations with people that they thought my dad might have been closeted. And he was just too scared to come out. So, still there, Jamal? I think I may have lost Jamal. <laughs> so, you're having. Talking about all this stuff, and I haven't heard anything from him. I gotta see if I can grab the. Oh, hold on. Ah. Between Marianne having to step out for her her daughter-in-law. Hey, Jamal. And 
Why do you? All right. Good thing I'm still recording on here. All right. Hit pause. I'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, Jamal had some technical difficulties, and he is also back. Per usual, I always have technical difficulties. There's always something technical going on with me. Uh, um, but yes, we're back. Sorry, folks. Uh, the internet where I live, you would think that um, I was on a desert island, and uh, I would be teased with precious internet, you know, connection that's worth a rat's ass. But um, I was just telling Todd, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna fix this by next week. We're not gonna have any more of this. Well, okay, the week after that, um, we're not gonna have any more of this shit. So. Um, yeah, but um, uh, is Mary Ann? Oh, is Mary Ann, uh busy right now? She's still on the call with her daughter-in-law, and we're back. Oh, okay. okay, no, that's cool. Um, again, life happens on these podcasts, so Todd is recording the call. Haha, <laughs> like we're in a witness protection program. Well, it, it um, has to let people know when you when you hit record on Skype. Otherwise, there's like a whole like legality thing. Oh no no I understand, not not the <laughs> yeah no it's all it's all can't, good of course can't be sneaky um, about it like I'm gonna catch them in a lie kind of thing. Well let's uh let's 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 do this then. Uh, you were talking about that you were um, well I, I wouldn't say binge watching this show but you have watched episode two. I've, I've and I've, uh, yeah so last week uh, Disney Plus dropped uh, She Hulk Attorney at Law. And, um, so today came out episode two and, uh, it's, so it's, it's, it's legitimately the show is about a lawyer. It's a lawyer show. The difference between this and like any other, like CSI, whatever, you know, bones, those, those kind of investigative type shows is that there's a superhero element added to this one. That's the difference. So like okay. the, the. The, those episodes in those types of shows where like shit goes sideways in this it's you know there's a scene in the first episode where like she she's doing her first <laughs> her, and she got her new job and she's she's doing her lawyer things and and somebody comes blasting through the wall and she has to change to become she hulk she didn't actually have a name for it yet but uh so yeah so that's kind of how and I'm not giving away details of, of story and whatnot, but um, it's I beyond this show. The last time I saw anything She-Hulk related was in a cartoon back in the '80s. So there's okay. not a lot of um, television around this character. Um, most of the stuff that people are aware you, of are from the comics. Do you feel that? Uh... She's been given, like, they do it through justice. You know, again, I, I haven't read the comics. So I don't know, like, the actual backstory and anything. I, I do kind of know that uh, there's an accident um, where both her and Bruce are in a car wreck. And that's how she gets the, 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 uh, the Hulk stuff is because of the accident and blood being everywhere and and uh, they accidentally touch, and she gets infected by his blood, and immediately changes into the thing. 
well, the Hulk, anyway, not the thing. That's a different <laughs> character entirely. But uh, yeah, no, it's 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 um, and it's one of the things about this is uh, in the first episode, Bruce is trying to like help her like control her her transformations because you know he didn't he wasn't able to do that for for decades. It would just it would only happen when he got angry, and. Uh, so at one point she's like, dude, I know how to control my anger. I have to deal with assholes every day and I have to be nice about it when I'm dealing with these assholes. So, um, me being able to not like rage out because some dickhead is ogling me or cat calling me or whatever, um, is not going to cause me to fucking rage out and like become, you know, the female Hulk. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's again. The show is more about her being a lawyer than it is about her being Bruce. Um, uh, oh, her her alter ego. It's it's not about her relation with her cousin, who is the Hulk. You know, he he has small bits in the show. You you see him, you'll hear him, but he's not the primary thing in the show. So you're not going to see a lot of him. I mean, you will in the first okay. episode, but like in the the episodes following, it's going to be less and less Bruce and, and more and more her. And uh, and this is, I think, I think next year's next year's Comic Cons are going to be filled with with uh, She Hulk's costumes, which I'm okay with. I'm down for that. You know, dope. Yeah. Uh, so that that's kind of my. Uh, Non-spoiler review. I would say definitely watch it. Uh, I mean... Yeah, you actually did a good job on not spoiling. <laughs> like, no spoilers. I mean, I gave some detail, but not like... I d- didn't tell you, like, the structure of the story and how it happened and where 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 it's involved in the story. Um, you'll be like, oh, yeah, he talked about that, you know. But it's not, you know... Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely it, like I said, it's 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 going to be a lawyer show. It's going to be a cop show, but with elements of her becoming like nearly eight feet tall and super strong, and you know, scaring the hell out of alpha uh, alpha males. Is now I've seen trailers to this. Well, not trailers, like previews to this on streaming devices on streaming platforms, um, and uh, I only recognize like one person in the show. The guy from um, uh, Strange, um, Doctor Strange, um, the Asian, the Asian cat. Oh yeah, 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 the other Benedict. Um, uh, yeah, Benedict Wong. Yeah, I, I haven't seen him on the show yet, so that's probably coming in a later episode. But uh, okay, yeah, I mean, there's there's going to be lots of cameos, I think, on the show because it is in it is a part of the MCU. Um, there's rumors, nothing's been confirmed, but there's rumors that Charlie Cox will make his first MCU appear, appearance as Daredevil in this show. Speaking of that, I'm so glad that finally bringing that show back. Right. Uh, it was one of my favorites on like the Netflix, um, yeah, Daredevil was just oh man, gritty, and I love Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. Um, that was just some good casting there, and I'm just like, yep, the everybody that's in that show, 
um, is good. I love Daredevil. So I remember I was reading an article how he was kind of he was feel, he was a bit melancholy about the fact that Netflix pulled a plug on a lot of those shows and. He was like, I really enjoyed this show. And then it was almost like one of those things where he's like, what if I get another show and then they're able to bring back Daredevil? It's like, you know, I want to be able to still be available right. where I can play Daredevil. So, and I was just kind of like, I'm reading this article. I'm just like, oh man, I feel your pain. But I was, I, I, I really didn't, I mean, there was talks about them bringing some of these shows back and whatnot, but you know, sometimes it's easy, you know, these networks sometimes it's, well, you know, we were thinking about it, but now we're just not. And it's like, well, you know, way to upset the fan base, you know, people would watch and support. Um, and again, you know, I was at Comic-Con, I saw a couple of Daredevils, um, and I was just like, you know, yay. And the thing is, he's not even my favorite, like, superhero you know, but nonetheless, the way that the show that Netflix had constructed the show um, and Charlie Cox and all the people that were in it, it was just it was such a great show. Um, so I'm really I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I really hope they bring back Jessica Jones. Uh, that yeah. was another one of my favorites. I, you know, I think that that's a problem. I have heard rumors that she's also supposed to make an appearance on She-Hulk. These are all rumors, though. I have not had, I haven't seen any confirmation of any of these characters being on the show, but we'll find out yeah. in the next few weeks. I mean, this is only week two, this today, so, um, you know, next Thursday when we have another episode, we'll see if you know there's any more surprises or anybody else, you know. But yeah, it's it's it, the show's really good. If if you like lawyer shows and like procedurals like that, you'll oh, like it. It's it's not going to be all about her turning into the, the She-Hulk, you know, every episode. I mean, there's going to be some of that, but not that's not a hundred percent what it's going to be about. Is it like Law and Order meets you know? It's going to be Law and Order meets the Avengers. You know, I mean, it's it's going to. <laughs> that's actually a good. Uh... <laughs> I like that uh, combination. I mean, because you know we have uh, you know we have Bruce who who's in like pretty much all of episode one. There's you know there's some training montages and there's you know him helping her figure out how to turn it on and off. And uh, she the thing the thing that I think is great about this is she figures it out really fast. And he's like, yeah, but yeah, but. I I was stuck like that guy for two years, <laughs> and you got it figured out in thirty minutes. What the fuck, man. Well, you know, like they say, women are smarter than men. So, well, I mean, yeah, they mature faster too. Yeah. You know. So I was gonna say, yeah, she probably she was able to, you know, gather all that. Well, um, she already had pre-existing like um, skill sets for the types of things that he was trying to teach her how to do, and she's like, "Yeah, Bruce, I already know how to do that. I've been doing that for fucking ever, you know." And and she explains to him what's you know what what you would normally trigger a guy and like into wanting to beat the shit out of somebody. A woman has to deal with every fucking day because that's just the way guys are, and that's the way women are. And uh, yeah. 
So she pretty much figures out how to turn it on and off within the first, towards the end of the first episode. And then, uh, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's not, it's, it's not Ray Skywalker fast. It's close. Or as, as some people like to call her Ray Palpatine, but fuck that. She's a Skywalker. I don't care. (laughs) Okay. Well, um, let's jump, uh, well, first of all, thank you for your, uh, your contribution to this uh no problem <laughs> no no no. because it's just like you know when i uh, when i hear you talk about it, it's like okay i think i could uh i might i might have to see about catching a few episodes of that show yeah dude. um um seriously you know, and, and you watch that, that first episode you're like okay i can't wait for next week when is next week's gonna be you know but uh and plus it's and plus it's fall like fall is coming up there's a lot of new shows coming up yeah uh in the fall, so it's just like up oh, fall season. You know what? What are you gonna do? So that that's always a. Uh, I was and it's my favorite time of the year because it's like okay, Fox yeah. got their animation domination coming back. Football is here. Um, I think I spend less money during the fall than I do with any of the other yeah. uh, seasons. But um, so last oh, week, not to oh, not to interrupt, but I just remembered something and I want to say it before I forget. Um, okay. I don't know if we talked about it last week or not, but the the new Batman animated series it was going to be like a kind of a a follow up to the original animated series. Um, and it was going to be darker, it was going to be grittier, it was going to have language that you couldn't have on afternoon television because um, it was going to be on HBO Max. It got canceled. I did see that, and I yeah. I, yeah. was, I was so mad that I immediately canceled my HBO Max because fuck Discovery. <laughs> you canceled your subscription? Oh, dude. It's like, if you're not going to provide the content that I'm paying to see, I'm not giving you my money. It's as simple as that. You know, they're also potentially getting rid of, you know, fucking uh, Titans and, and uh, Doom Patrol and... Probably not Harley Quinn because Harley Quinn has just been, you know, greenlit for another season. But uh, they're getting rid of everything that was good on on the the platform, and uh, they're also they also got rid of a bunch of other stuff that's part of Warner Brothers and and, and HBO. They just yeah, I saw them. your, I saw your. Uh, you actually sent that into the uh, the messages, and I was looking at it, and I was like, I was like. And and it's funny because I was like I thought about doing the same thing, but then I remembered I'm like, I'm watching like a bunch of horror movies right now, so I was like, and HBO Max has some good horror movies. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to this for now, but you know, you would think that Warner Brothers would. Oh God, yeah, I I, I don't even Dude, believe you and, were doing and, that. And the fact the fact that they shelved not they're not. They're not postponing release. They are never going to release Batgirl. Never. Yeah, exactly. And uh, for tax, tax, off, tax write-off or whatever. So they're never going to release it. Although they are doing a... They they are, have done or they're going to be doing a private screening for Warner Brother employees of the film before they delete it. They're not even going to. They're not going to show it at all. No, because it's it's a tax write off. They can't. 
What do you mean it's a tax write off? They're going to be like, this is a $90 million movie that they, and uh, they're like, we're, we're not going to release it. So it's going to be a tax thing with the IRS. And because they're doing that, they can never release it. That that does not make any sense. Yeah, I don't understand it myself. I think it's a mistake. I think it, I think if anything, what they what Warner Brothers, if you're fucking listening, well, this is what you should do. Go ahead and release it for free. Don't make money off of it, but allow us to see it. Who was in that? I mean, Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman number one. Oh fuck no! And then. Yeah. And then they had this uh, this uh, Puerto Rican chick playing Batgirl, and she looks awesome in all in all the photos. Excuse me, but uh, yeah, it just it just like they're they're not releasing it because of tax reasons, and they're. And, but, but then they also had the nerve to ask her back. Oh yeah, they said, "Hey, you know, <laughs> sorry, we we canceled your 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 movie, but we'll we'll make you a part of an ensemble." later on if you want and she's like fuck she said, you no. <laughs> she wow. said no yeah and good for her yeah right i mean you know the, the thing is though is entertainers we don't just entertain just to get paid you know we entertain because we're doing we want people to see our work right. our art form and whether it's listening to us tell jokes or watching actors act or, you know, ballet, you know, dancers dance, singers sing, you know, whatever. We're not just doing it for the money. Right. So how, how like absolutely crushing that would be to spend that much time. Yeah. At least a couple of years making this movie. And then if it gets down to the wire where it's going to be coming out soon. Then they go, Oh yeah. Because of the merger between discovery and, 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 uh, you know, Warner brothers, time Warner, uh, we're, we're just not going to release it ever. Wow. That doesn't, and, uh, I mean, to me, it, and Kevin Smith actually said something along those lines is like, it doesn't have good optics to cancel a Latina-led movie. Yeah. Yeah, you think? And, uh, you know, it's just in general, the whole thing just smacks of, like, you know, we, we don't really need to release that movie because, you know, she's not, the, she's not the demographic that, you know, we're trying to support here kind of thing. That's right. what it felt like to me anyway. Right. And, uh, right. and, and, and this is, so, so, oof. The and not whole only that, racism but... thing is, is, is like it's it's so frustrating. I'm so upset. Like they they also the released, old white guys. They they also released today that they're postponing all of the other Warner Brothers DC movies. Like the movies that were supposed to be coming out in the next three months are all being pushed to next year. But they're getting postponed. They're still coming out. Whereas her movie got. Canceled. Yeah, but they've already been they've already been postponed a number of times already because uh, of the pandemic. But still, hers got canceled. Yes, the Latinas got canceled. It, it's like straight and up all the other people got postponed. Right, it's not ever being released. It's a Latino woman, and her shit got canceled, but everybody else is is just but got the, postponed. But the 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 grooming pedophile still has his movie coming out. Uh, Which one is that? The Flash. 
Uh, Ezra well, Miller. He, he actually, yeah, he came out and apologized for his bullshit behavior, but I still think, I, I don't know. He's, he's, that's a weird, that's a weird ass dude, man. Oh, is that, isn't he a they? He's a non-binary, yes. Right, so he's non-binary, so we can't really say he. he I don't know what his pronouns, I don't know what his pronouns are, so I'm just going to call him he at this point. I know he's non-binary, but that doesn't really mean anything. I don't even, yeah, I don't even know what non-binary means. It means they don't identify as female or male. They don't see themselves as either or. It's what they used to call androgynous. You want to know what's also non-binary? Shit. And that's what he is. Yeah. Yeah. Robots. Robots are non-binary. See, that's what I think of. Zero one zero 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 one zero 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 one. I think yeah. that when you tell me non-binary. Non non-binary means it's not female and it's not male. It's a little a little bit of everything. I'm, I'm just gonna close my mouth. I've already I've already so I did something today that I I, I feel so bad. I feel so bad. I, I what? oh my god, I, I feel like such an asshole. So I was doing, we, so with the, the new job that I have, and I have the two, um, um, I, I don't want to call them assistants because they're not, I mean, they report to me, but um, they're not really, they're not my assistants. And so anyways, um, one of them is, uh, he is a, a black man. And we were going to be doing some stuff that was going to have us outside today. And so um, I was saying that I needed to have some sunblock. And, and the other assistant was like, yeah, me too. And I, I, I looked at the one gentleman and I'm like, yeah, I know. You probably don't need to use sunblock at all. And he, he looks at me and goes, I've been places where I've had to use sunblock. And I looked at him and I was so, I was like, really, where'd you go? And that's how I said it. Okay. Like what a dick. Like how, like, oh my God, I still feel so horribly bad. Cause I was trying to, you know, like I was telling him the story about how my husband, so Romeo gets really pissed off when he used to work in a respite care and they, one of his, his, um, charges was from Nigeria and he would get pissed off at the other staff members when they would go out on an outing for putting sunblock on him. And he was yelling, he was like, he would get mad at him. He's like, why are you putting sunblock? He does not see, need sunblock. And, and the other staff, the white staff was like, well, we put sunblock. On, or he needs sunblock. We have to put sunblock on everybody. And Romeo was like, that's bullshit. He doesn't need any sunblock. Mm. And so um, that's what I was thinking when I was asking this guy, I was like, because this guy is, he's, he's darker than even Romeo. And so I was just really like, I was, I was thinking, where did, I was thinking Texas, or I was thinking of all these places. Well, the guy also was military. So he was talking about being over when he was deployed and, and he goes like, you know, and then I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's, I'm such an asshole. And, you know, I didn't say asshole. I said that I, I just, I feel so bad. And so like when we were kind of talking about it and I still feel horrible, like I want to go apologize. I'm like, what an asshole am I? Like, that's such a microaggression. 
Yeah. Right. And, and, and it was such a microaggression and I didn't even stop to go, Oh my God. You know, and, and it has nothing to do with the fact that, that, um, the hierarchy of, of our relationship. It's the fact that I said something such a dick ass move for me to say that was such a microaggression that I still feel horrible. I feel horrible. And you know, just like how I said it because I was surprised. And, and then I'm trying to ex- explain to him, you know, why I said it. And and I'm like, I'm just digging myself a deeper hole. I'm just such an asshole. You need a shovel? <laughs> I, seriously. Seriously, here's a spoon. Keep digging, Marianne. You know? Like, and this is where Jamal comes in and says, you're right. You're a dick, Marianne. Um, actually, this segues very well into our new segment. <laughs> into a a new segment we have that we've been playing with and um you haven't been here for the first of course two episodes um of this uh of this um segment segment that i am in love with i'm in love with this new segment i'm so glad i've gotten a lot of pushback on some of my uh of my uh of this segment but you know what i love it and i'm never ladies and gentlemen i'm never gonna stop i'm gonna keep on pointing out garbage people and that's the end of the segment by the way marianne um now you're all caught up um (laughs) and you know what i deserve that though jamal for what i did today and what i said today i absolutely fucking deserve that so no no go on actually as i'm looking at um yeah, no, I don't think you. I don't think you fit into any of these people. No, not at all. No. Um, well, actually, with one of them, I can't. <laughs> with one of them, I can't really. Um, I yeah, I can't really say for sure at all. But anyway, um, so what we do? Um, so we have this new segment called Garbage People. And at first, it was formally called uh, People That Pissed Jamal Off, but uh, that, that almost. I, yeah, that's. Yeah, but then I think garbage people is perfect. And people that I talked with at Comic-Con whenever I would bring up this segment was like, you know what? That's the perfect name for this segment. And um, so as of now, this will be our third week of us doing it. I And as of now, I'm up to 17 types of people. However, there was one that I did not read because I wanted you to be here for this. Oh. So... Yeah, I, 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 I saved one, and trust me, it took a lot for me not to read this one. But um, And it's funny because it's number seven uh, on this list, even though I'm down to... I'm going to read 15, 16, and 17. It's been a rough... It's been a short week for me, so I didn't have time to do kind of, you know, a lot as far as uh, these segments go. But I did my homework, and um, so you number should, seven... You should post this list on on the Facebook page for people to... To see all of them. You know what? And that is not a bad idea. Actually, I think I will do that later on tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. The whole list, that. yeah. Oh, but here's the thing. I keep, I every week I add on to the list. Yeah. That's, and so, that's fine. And you, you can add it on to the to post. each time. Yeah. yeah. We can even pin that post to the top of the, of the page. Oh, I like that. Yes. So we can then, have all the garbage people. And then what I'll do is I'll just continue to add on to that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. And have honorable mentions. Don't forget honorable mentions. No, no, no. no. We don't even need honorable mentions because everybody, like, again, these people. Everybody fits into one of these categories. 
yeah, it's 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 somebody, and including me, like I call out myself on some of these. But being that yeah, I'm an adult now, yeah. I'm 41 years old. I'm not I'm not the same person as I was now yeah, than I was God. 20 years ago. I think <laughs> none of God. us are. Yeah, thank so, God. So um, this one here, uh, what which I had held on for like actually two weeks. I'm finally glad to read this. So, um, garbage people, um, people who ask comedians when their next show is and don't show up to oh, it. Oh, absolutely. But, Fuck those guys. But, but, <laughs> but to make matters worse, to make matters worse, they like the event on social media days after the show happened. <laughs> Dicks. <laughs> yeah. See, that's I like... That's right on par with like being a heckler, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and they always, you, when you're first starting out doing comedy, you believe people are going to come out to see you. You know, I had a nickname when I, for the, probably the first five years that I started doing comedy first, well, maybe first three to four years. I, I wised up. I was called the stood up comedian. Cause I was always like, Oh yes, I got this people. These people are coming out to see me tonight. These people. And they're like, where's all these people, Marianne? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah where's all these people you promised me yeah um, it's i did a, um i did a bringer show i was a, i shouldn't say i did it i was uh on a bringer show that i was trying to get on at this club and um you were supposed to uh they allowed me to bring five people and i was like okay you know my sister my my dad and and whatnot and a few friends of mine um we're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to go, we're going to go, and this, that, whatever. And as the comedy show was going on, I'm sitting here waiting from, you know, the people that said that they were going to come to show up, and they didn't, and I wasn't able to perform on the show. They pretty much kind of kicked me out the show. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, was, that's, that's some straight bullshit right there. It was so demoralizing. I was like, uh, they're like, I'm sorry. Only, actually, out of the five people that I invited, only one person showed up. And... You know, my friend was like, so where's everybody else? And I'm like, you're the only one that came for me. He was like, oh, maybe everybody else is late. You know, the trains are pretty fucked up. I'm like, bro, we are halfway through this show. If they're not coming now, they're not coming. And right. even if they, you know, so they, you know, nobody ended up, aside from my friend, you know, my sister had to work. She got called into work and it was just like, it was so, oh, it was so, he, I was like, man. Oh, so I can't imagine. It sucks because I was like, oh, you know, I'm actually, and, and I kept telling myself, you know what, that's shame on you for, you know, attempting to do a bringer show anyway. That's you're, what's wrong with you. So, but yeah, so that, that's one of the people, that type of people that pissed me off. So now, um, garbage people, uh, we got three here that I'm going to read that current that I came up with number, gosh, we're at 15, uh, people who are socially unaware, they oh. don't know yeah, they don't know how to behave in a social setting and are embarrassing to be around. That's me. That's me. Yeah, I identify as that too, man. That's that's Yeah. Oh god, I'm so awkward. I am so awkward it's disgusting. That's that's pretty much any anybody who's neurodiverse, man, they're not going to be aware of shit. Yeah. Until it's too Although late. I think my sister really was because that's one of the things like I said at her memorial is that she was an overcommunicator. She would have somebody listening to her, and she would say shit that nobody wanted to hear. Yeah, she was definitely neurodiverse. And, uh, 
like Laura. I was like, oh my God, Laura, stop. (laughs) What? What? Like nobody wants to hear about your ingrown hair that's oozing pus. And like nobody wants to hear that ever. Wow. Yeah. 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 Like they're not a doctor. If they're not your doctor or your mom, they don't want to hear that. Okay. I'm sorry, sis. Don't don't give me glaring look from beyond. It's easy to get really into a topic and then like, like you get excited because this is a, a thing that happened and you you are aware of it and you have to tell everybody about it. I do that. Well, it's I not, definitely it's not, do that. She, but hers was just she she would overshare things that people yeah. didn't want to hear. Hyper and the focus. People, yes. And the thing is, though, is that it wasn't even really a hyper focus. She just never stopped talking. Like she was, it, things would pop into her she head had, and it'd come she out had her an mouth. Audience. Yeah. And and yeah. the thing is, though, is is they were sometimes they were captive audiences, or sometimes they were just too polite to get up and leave. That's what it is. And people, so. I've I've actually the most recent one the and and I I see it now but I was talking to somebody on on Instagram live is like you know he he made reference to like you ever notice you know people like they have to go <laughs> yeah they <laughs> they they can't stick around they need to go I was like yeah man I I I know I know how that is that you know someone starts talking you off and you can't get them to shut the fuck up and he looks at me and, and just nods like, yeah, yeah. And I was totally oblivious the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and and he eventually just disconnected and then restarted another live. And I jumped back on and he goes, uh, hi, I got to go. Click. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, shit, I did that, didn't I? I did that thing where I like hijack a conversation and like talk uh, about things that are not related to the original conversation to the point where people are like, you know, I gotta go take a shit. And they're looking at their you know, they're, they're looking at their watch handle that doesn't have a watch. Yeah. I I gotta do that at work. He's so random. Like it's I'll be by myself and he will find me and he will just like the first thing that comes off is that he'll just say it and I'm just like and and, the, and my only reaction is I didn't ask that question like that. Like, what made you think you could just share this so freely, you know? And then, and so I'll just look at him, blank look on my face, like no emotion, just like, yeah, you know. Can it's, you not tell the board look on my face? Like, I, no, I don't care. No, you know? <laughs> no, we don't. That's an ADHD thing for sure, though. It's like, like oversharing, and like not, not recognizing the social cues of. Like, I want to go. I'm done with this conversation. Can you please stop talking long enough for me to say goodbye? You know, yeah, and like, there's definitely things that, you know, it's not just, I don't think that it's necessarily just like those things. I think that sometimes too is not having a, a social interaction with a lot of different people. Yeah. And being somebody who, you know, like, like she was super, super shy her whole life and she didn't ever really have like a lot of different conversations until she started going to things like science fiction conventions and stuff. And you and I both know that when you're at a science fiction convention, some of the conversations you have there is not something that you would have in a regular bar scene or yeah. a comedy scene or any of that. Well, okay, comedy scene, yes, because we all have weird, all kinds of, of different types of people so, in the comedy scene. But, but you know, your quote-unquote normal conversations. So the, the social cues that you would normally learn and pick up on, 
by having people, you know, yeah. walking away or doing something and saying something, you know, like you, you would kind of pick, you would, you would pick up on it, but she just, bloop, nope. She, yeah, she didn't. I, I, suffer, I suffer from that quite a bit. In fact, um, it's, it's usually like weeks or even months later that I realized oh, that, yeah. that conversation I had when they, they, they kept looking at their, their watch hand when they had no watch, um, Oh, yeah. wasn't a clue yeah. for me. You know, it was just like, oh, why do they keep looking at their wrist? Is there something wrong with their wrist? You know, that's what I was thinking as I'm talking to them. <laughs> you know, like, but yeah, it's just, you know, it, it's, that's something that I've, I've learned recently that the, those, those types of things are very much an, a, 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 a product of undiagnosed ADHD. People who don't know or, or, um, that don't know their ADHD or have not been, you know, formally diagnosed with it anyway. Yeah. Um, they don't see those things. And I've only recently been kind of more aware of those things, even though they've happened to me many times growing up. Yeah. That kind of, I'm, I mean, wow. Now I feel like, are these really garbage people or am I just an insensitive prick? Both. Well, a little bit of both. I mean, you know, the, it's, these people, the people that do this, it's possible that they're undiagnosed with some sort of neurodivergency, but it could also just be that they're, like, uh, codependent as fuck and they need to talk to people all the time. Or there's people okay. who's like me who just gets into conversations with the fucking VP of a goddamn $17 billion a year company with 56,000 employees and doesn't know when to shut up. You start talking about one topic and you you jump topics like twelve times yep. in the span of five hours. Yep, yep. And at certain me and Marianna used to do that all the fucking time. We'd get on a phone call. Isn't that how everybody talks though? No. Really? No. See, maybe it's just that's the way we were taught to communicate. We yeah. never ever have, like, we never have an A point A to point B conversation. It's, it's always point A to butterfly. To oh squirrel to um, oh look you know there's, well that reminds me of that one time when we right, went to that one place twelve that's twelve and then yeah. thirteen you know we might go to like eighteen over here hey and weren't then we talking we, about shoes like a minute ago yeah and so <laughs> and, and then and then we get to B and we go how did we get to B because we were you know we stopped at all these other conversations and then we realized oh what were we originally talking we took about the scenic route in this conversation yes always yeah. the scenic route. <laughs> Yeah, so no, I I don't I don't think you're an asshole, but I at the same time, yeah, I do because you know sometimes these people that ha are that are socially awkward, and are not aware, are it's not their fault. Yeah. But then there's those people who are in, inebriated and and are that way. Oh my god, that's the hardest people to talk to. You can't really get them to shut up. Yeah, I mean, a, a neurodivergent person, you can kind of say, "Hey, dude, I need to get going. I really got to go." Yeah, and they'll be, "Oh, I'm sorry," and they'll they'll let you leave. A drunk person, however, oh yeah, well that reminds me, you know. Speaking of leaves, you know the leaves are going to change colors in New Hampshire. <laughs> um, Did you know that the like, human head wow. weighs eight pounds? <laughs> what? That's a line from Jerry Maguire. Oh. A little kid with the glasses. Did you know that the human head weighs eight pounds? Oh, the human head, yeah. Yeah. I thought you said the human hand. The human head. I might have. I may have slurred my speech a little bit. 
Okay. Kind of tired. Well, okay. Next garbage person. Yes. Number sixteen. Way, way to way to definitely uh, prove my point with number fifteen. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Hey guys, I got. I, I'm trying to like. Hey, number sixteen. Let me. What? No, I'm kidding. Um, but no, I, I was just like, let's see how far we could go before we get to number sixteen. Um, <laughs> number sixteen. Oh, and uh. And 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 wow, I this I don't even know where this came from, but this has I'm a victim of this. <clears throat> People who brag about how great they are in bed yet severely underperform. Ah, oh, God, that's every single person who ever brags about how good they are. Just I'm just I'm telling you. And let your body do the talking. Right? I'm just like, telling and you. And that could that could go with anything actually though. wait a minute hold on not that's just, not true not, not that's just not sex true. it could be anybody who breaks about how good they are at their job or like the sport they oh, like or God, the, yeah you know whatever it is whatever yeah. their their hobby is if they're bragging about how great they are at that thing that chances are they suck at it yeah or they're not near as good like, as I'm they talking think about they are. specifically in because look i've had temps come in and brag about how great their work ethic are and Again, you're right about that, Todd. And they're just like, okay, just lip service. You know, you're probably pumping yourself up. I, I, whatever. Right. But you're like, you know, you had a bar or whatever, and you know, some or or whatever. Like, I don't know the ice cream social or whatever. And some guy is just like, oh man, I could go on for hours. Or some chick is like, oh yeah, I do this thing with my tongue, and it's almost like, okay, whatever. But then like when it's time to like put up or shut up it's almost like you know what i gotta go to work in the morning um this is boring yeah and uh i'll see you never you know mm-hmm. it's like so um i have been a victim of that and it's almost like look don't set the bar so high to a point where if you're not set if, if you're performing underneath that bar it's like wow talk about a crashing halt yeah to Rem- your night just remember, you always want to under-promise, over-deliver. Yeah. Exactly. Okay? Under-promise, over-deliver. Don't tell me how amazing you are. I don't care. Okay? Yeah. Let me answer this. Let, uh, and I, I'm sure this happens to you a ton of times because it definitely happens to me. Like, whenever you talk about comedy with somebody who's never seen you before, whenever they ask, well, are you funny? Like, how do you answer that? Yeah. I'm like, I, I always set the bar low. Like, well, you know, I'm always like, no, I'm not. I mean, I've been doing this for 11 years and I don't know. I guess I'm just too dumb to quit. But how about you come to the show and you tell me if I'm funny or not? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I never said, I mean, and I, I used to just be like, well, fuck yeah, I'm funny. Like what you think I drove all the way here just to phone it in? Like, no, this is an away game for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but sometimes I get caught up in my feelings when somebody asks me if I'm funny, especially if I drove to whatever town you're at where nothing happens, it's like, look, I drove here. Somebody booked me. Chances are they think I'm funny enough to be here in in this in this town of a thousand people. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, yeah. But it's just like, I, and I and and, the, and, I, and again, I I don't try to like oversell it. It's like you know what, you tell me. I'm about to go on in a second, you know, or whatever. So, yeah, but yeah, people who just basically, especially in the bedroom, it's just like a disappointment city. Yeah. And last but not least, which I think all of us can get behind. And I put this one up here just because 
Um, I know I'm not going to get pushback on this one. And it's people who are bullies. Um, oh, yeah. 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 I, I'm sorry. If you're a bully of any kind, um, you should just headbutt a unicorn or wood chipper while it's in motion. Yes. Um, yeah. You are you are somebody we don't need around. You are somebody that does not help society. Uh, you may think that you're like, oh, I'm making people tougher. No, we just hate you even more. Yep. Yeah. Um, there there has, used to be I, a show on MTV called Bully Beatdown where they would they would get an email or a letter or whatever from someone who's being bullied at school or work and they would they would contact the bully say hey we're doing this show on MTV do you want to be a part of it they don't tell the guy that he's going to be getting into the octagon with an MMA fighter oh that's fucking hilarious and so they train this guy in the the you know the style of fighting that the other person the guy who's going to just destroy them you know, so they have some knowledge of how to counteract the beatdown they're going to be getting. And <laughs> if you've never seen Bully Beatdown, go on YouTube and search for it. It is probably one of my, it's probably one of the few shows that was produced as a live, a, uh, a reality show on MTV that I actually enjoyed. Um, but yeah, the, every episode that shows up, they, they, they tell them what's going to happen. And they're like, oh yeah, I can take that guy. He didn't. He, that guy's got nothing on me. I'm, I'm, and they're they're so full of themselves. They talk themselves up, and then you watch them last for maybe twenty seconds before they nice. get knocked the fuck out. Yeah. And then, for every time the bully taps out, the person who was being bullied gets like five hundred bucks. Oh wow! So they they have a potential of winning like a like like six grand or something like that. But yeah, it was a great show. I wish they'd bring that show back so we could see like people just bullies getting just getting this stuffing um, blown out of them by a a, a, a a MMA fighter. And in fact, I think uh, one episode they had um, um, that that Seattle vigilante who was an MMA fi MMA fighter. I think did an episode. Oh wow! Um, I can't remember oh, his name. Oh, but, but yeah, he just. Crap yeah, and, and the thing is, so is I think at any point in our time, in our lives, we've all been bullied. And yeah. probably at some point, some of us have bullied as well. And and not necessarily, like, uh, in a way that we would think that we have. I mean, I know that there's been times that I've been pissed off and I'm dealing with stupidity, uh, like st stupid customer service. And I, and, and I get very much like a Karen. I really get into my Karen role. Me too. And actually. I get really pissed off about that. And that's kind of a bully kind of attitude. And I'm trying to like, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm really, but my temperature, my, my, my patience for stupidity is the older I get, the, the less patient I am. Yeah. And I'm trying to take a step back from all of that and take a breath and, and like not get, all ramped up and ready to just blow up at somebody, you know? So, I mean, there's times and I'm working on that. I'm working on it. I've made a lot of strides recently of just not being in that kind of a bully mentality or, you know, but I've also, I'm also been one of those people that has always been very protective of people and not, you know, like I'm very anti-bully. I was always the one that, you know, my brother Joe and I, if anything, we were the ones that 
would bully the bullies. We would see the people that were bullying yeah. smaller kids, and we would just fuck them up. Yeah, yeah. We'd take team and knock the shit out of them. I've heard many stories of that kind of thing. Happening. Yeah, and so we, you know, so for us, we were very much like the, the, um, the vigilantes for the the downtrodden type. You know. Yeah. And so. Because the smaller, weaker people, that's not something, you know, when it comes to a physical fight, man, no, you're not going to, you're not going to lay hands on somebody who is smaller and weaker than you are. You think you can take somebody? Take me. I'll fuck your world up. Yeah. You know, and then they don't want to fight us because they know that they're going to get their asses handed to them. You know, especially if it was people who, you know, it was like more of like in a group thing. <laughs> Joe and I would be like, okay. Because Joe and I have plenty many times where we were back to back fighting our way out of a situation, literally. You know, like yeah. we had our backs to each other and we're like, all right, we'll get out of this one together. <laughs> you know, when we were kids, I mean, <laughs> you know, but okay. So any other garbage people? That concludes uh, our garbage people episode for today. Let me ask you this: did we did we talk about narcissists on your garbage list? Uh, I you know it's funny. I, I I would go back and forth on my list just to make sure that I'm not doubling, but um, we can add that. I could add that next week. Uh, yeah. But which but problem is. I'd be talking about myself. Um, well, I, I was, yeah, I yeah, was going to specifically talk about narcissistic parents. Oh, God, I think I might fall into that role, too. Damn it. Uh, you guys are just going to beat up my, my self, sense of self-worth. Oh, uh, huh? dude, you're, you're nothing did. like our, my dad and, yeah. I've, and I've, your I've dad. 15 of these. I mean, 17 of these. Um, like I said, sometimes I, I, I'll trigger, like, myself even and i'm just like ooh. the the, the that, type of parent that will like you're not going to embarrass me in public when they're already doing that yeah because they're like making a scene by grabbing you by the shoulder and dragging you out of a store i know right like, <laughs> like oxymoron you know uh how dare you talk about me like that well no i'm i was just responding to the things you were saying i you know it's oh. You can't sit there and, and say that shit to me and expect me to be nice to you in return. So it, oh, here's my favorite thing. Whenever I see and here, I see white parents trying to verbally discipline their kids as black parents are walking past them and they just look like, uh uh-uh, uh, like <laughs> no not no. That that doesn't happen in this household. And it's funny because the the other children they look and they're just like, Ooh, my jaw would have been in aisle six already if I'd have talked to my mom like that. Right. No, fuck that shit. Like, no, and it's funny because like they look and then the and then you could see the parents being like, Don't you even think about even acting like that because we ain't them. That's not how that works. You know what That's I'm saying? Happen in our house, yeah. Ooh, I love that. I love that look. Like it's almost as if like it's it's like as if black chicks are watching an interracial couple, black or white, black woman or white dude, black woman, um, or actually black dude, white woman walking by, and they're just like, mm, mm, mm. that's what that kind of is like. Like, mm, dear child, I would have snatched that boy ball headed. Um, <laughs> no, it, it's uh, well, so, and it's just then, like, go ahead. You will not catch. I've never seen a black parent not discipline. She doesn't give a fuck. 
fuck. It's like, what? you? I told you not to touch that. Slap the shit out of her kid. And I'm just like, whoa. And I would get flashbacks because I'm like, yep. <laughs> like, that slap slapped him so hard. It slapped me. It, like, it triggered me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Oh, no, man, no. But but you see these kids just, I hate you. What? Yeah. What? Good. You don't have to come back to my house then. <laughs> what? I'd have been like, you hate me? I would leave that kid right the fuck there and be like, all right, let, let one of these parents raise your ass then. You're in a Whole Foods, mind you. Most people can't even afford this stuff. You're at a Whole Foods. Somebody apparently loves you if they're buying if food at a Whole Foods. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you had a Whole Foods. And, and the thing is, it's like you expect to hear that kind of shit at a Whole Foods. Like, I hate you. I want this. And it's like, but Bobby, no. It's not fair. Steve's mom gets it for him. Well, you can go live like, with Steve's go, mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go live with Steve. Let them take care of your ass. Like, man, you know, like at, 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 at these like, you know, urban grocery stores. No, man, like discipline is the thing. You know, it's 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 a thing. You can't. And sometimes, and I'm not gonna lie. I look at these parents that are trying to be like, okay, don't let me count to three. I snicker at that. Like counting to three, that's my mom's warm up. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's not how that works. That's a one, two, three. <laughs> my mom did not count to three or put me no fucking timeout. That shit never happened. It was like, okay. I ain't got time to waste. So to go take this off and go to work. You know what I'm saying? So. Timeout was was uh, was a new thing when I was in elementary school back in the '80s. And was it uh, a no, new thing? it was new because I remember, like, like before timeout was a thing, you got this, you you got the paddle at school. Well, oh, at school being a timeout, at yeah. School, oh, yeah, I got school. the I got the paddle at school. Yeah. Um, but uh, and they paddle I paddle rem- your ass in front of other students. I remember the paddle being above the doorway in the yeah. principal's office. But now I remember oh, the first time I got put into timeout. I was like, "What the fuck am I doing in this closet?" You know, and 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 is he, how long do I have to stay here? Five minutes. Well, five minutes feels like an eternity when you're like eight years old and you're ADHD. I don't yeah. know about other kids, but when you you don't have anything to stimulate your brain. You're you're like, and you're trying to find something to entertain yourself when there's nothing, when you're in a dark closet with with books. Yeah. (laughs) And erasers. Yeah, no, it's not fun. Although it didn't really help either. I didn't. Yeah, I was going to say how effective it was. It didn't really prevent me from from being me because that's what got me put in time at the beginning was me being as, as. as ADHD as I can be, just totally spastic, like going on from one topic to the next and being loud and obnoxious because that's just the way I was, you know. And when I get out of timeout, I would start doing it again, not thinking that, hey, I got in trouble for this before five minutes ago, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that, like, the discipline has changed so much. You know, you gotta you gotta keep in mind too, Jamal. Like you say, like the white parents, the deal the deal is though is is how many of those white parents had cops called on them because somebody saw them, you know, and end up in jail because they ended up and their kids getting taken away from them until they can prove their innocence because of the shit that's happened, you know, and that does happen. 
Huh. I mean, I have not. I mean, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, but it's like that doesn't mean you can't. I mean, there's a difference between beating the shit out of your kid and disciplining your kid. No. I mean, if you're like, I mean, if you're if you're disciplining them as far as like spanking them or I guess paddling or whatever. I mean, I, I don't know how. And that's the funny thing. I don't see that anymore. And not just with black parents or not just with white parents, but you know, sometimes it's like I don't see that much public discipline anymore you know no, you don't you don't because Which, people are so afraid everybody's got a cell phone so i'm going to tell you a story and you've probably never heard this and i've never told this you know I've, i don't even know if todd's heard this i don't even usually ooh. talk about this so you guys okay. know that i i've been in jail oh yeah you did mention this before on the podcast oh, no i don't think i did mention you it talked about going to jail i don't remember what for i didn't but... talk about why i went oh, okay and i think you i think you remember only because we were going to a YouTube concert. Do you remember back then? I, I had do, one ticket to YouTube. I, I remember going to the show, yeah. And we went the one night, and it was the wrong night. So that it was the next night that was our... our and, and oh, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, But you never... I probably didn't even tell you why. Because I'd gone to jail. And I'd just gotten out of jail. And here's why I went to jail. So my kids were... How old were my sons? Um, like nine and ten at the time, going through some serious hormonal bullshit and just absolutely uncontrollable. They were just like, and my kids were hellions anyways, but at this point in time, they were over the top uncontrollable. And I called my mom and sister were in Las Vegas on a trip that I'd won because this was shortly after I had a hysterectomy, my surgery. So I was. I couldn't afford to take any time, and I was—I just wasn't filling up to it because I was still sick. I was still recovering, and so they were on a trip that I won in Vegas. The ex-husband was uh, doing a pool tournament in Oregon, and I was like, I had nobody else to to ask. I, I had nobody to reach out to, so I ended up calling my ex-father-in-law and his wife. And said, please, I just need even take one of them, please. They Because my kids, they were such hellions. They couldn't be in the same room together. We ended up, actually, when the husband and I got divorced, when the ex-husband and I got divorced, we split the kids up because people would say, yeah, I'll watch one of them, but you can't send them both over because they're just too, they fight too much. And so it was one of those times that it was just, they were out of control, uncontrollable. And... When I say uncontrollable, I mean they were just pounding the shit out of each other. In fact, my one of my neighbors came over to check on me, and they hurtled each other out the door against the railing. We lived up on the second story, and she thought they were going to break the the railing and fall to the parking lot below. And then, like, they were, like, smacking each other's head against the wall and stuff. I mean, it was just uncontrollable. And I was at my wit's end. So I called the in-laws, ex-in-laws, and said, please, can you just take one of them? I, I just, I cannot deal with both of them together. This is, they're too much right now. And the response was, well, I would like to, but I'm watching my daughter's kid. So, sorry, no. And so... It got to the point where they were fighting. So I locked myself in my room because I just couldn't do anything else. So I finally got to the point where I was like, I can't keep letting them do this. So I went and I, I was like, they were so hot. They were fighting each other so hard. So I went and got a glass of water and I threw it on them to try and like calm them. I was like, cool off. And 
the oldest one looked at me and he's like, you did this. Look at this mess. You did this. You made this mess. You clean it up. And I was just looking at him like, what? In the, who the fuck are you and who are you to talk to me? And so I went into to my room and then uh, this was back when I still smoked. And my kid, the oldest one, grabbed my lighter and he goes, I'm so fuck. He goes, I'm so mad. I'm going to burn this place down. And he went to go run. And I reached out to grab his arm and he tripped and my thumbnail caught him in his, like his eyebrow. My thumbnail caught just the tip of his eyebrow when he, he tripped and fell on my hand. Cause I went to go grab him and he tripped and he started screaming and freaking out. I'm calling the cops on you. And I'm like, I'm naive. And I'm like, fine, call the fucking cops. Here's the phone. And he did. And my youngest one's freaking out, going, don't call the cops, don't call the cops. We're sorry, we're sorry. And I'm like, no, no, fine, go ahead. And the cops showed up, and I'll tell you what, the one cop that was talking, like, this one cop came in, he was so fucking huge, he could have carried me like I was a sack of rice over his shoulder. He was so huge. And he went in the back to go talk to the kids, and this one cop was talking, and, and I was, again, I was stupid and naive, and I still think that I could talk to the cops, and I was sitting there and I was starting to kind of like explain to him what was going on. And even my, my neighbor who'd seen everything, she'd witnessed things and she saw the, you know, the place and she, you know, was coming over to check on things. And all of a sudden this huge cop comes barreling out of, out of the kid's room and goes, what did you do to that boy's eye? And started yelling at me. And I was like, like he wanted to hit me. And I went, I, I'm done talking. I said, I'm not talking anymore. I need a lawyer. And so they took me to, they were taking me to jail and I'm like, um, and I'm standing and I'm like in my pajama pants and a t-shirt and I'm like, can, can I put my shoes on? And luckily they let me put my shoes on. Um, the neighbor came over and she said, I'll, I'll take care. And I, I told her, I said, take my phone. And this was back before, you know, it was just a flip phone. I said, call my mom. Call my ex-husband, call the, you know, their, the last phone calls that I made, call them and let them know what's going on. I said, have the in-laws come get the kids. And they ended up like, I ended up going to jail and I still remember this to this day. They're walking me down the steps into the jailhouse and I'm looking up and I see this, this security camera pointing at me. And I was like, and here's what I thought. Well, shit, if I'd have known that I was going out in public, I would have color coordinated my outfit. Because I was wearing like a purple shirt with green sweatpants or like jammy pants, right? And luckily, I mean, I was, of course, I'm flipping out and I'm bawling and crying. I was like, I just can't believe what this nightmare this is. And they they didn't put me in with the rest of the people. They, They let me make a few phone calls myself. And I'm like frantically trying to call people. My ex, my neighbor was able to get a hold of my, my ex-in-laws. They grabbed the kids. My ex-husband was, like I said, he was in, in Oregon. So it wasn't like he could do anything. My mom and my sister were playing bingo in Vegas with my dad and stepmom. And mm. my sister heard, what? She's where? What? What? Jail? What is she doing? And my sister's like, who? And like, and my mom's like, Mary Ann's in jail. And everybody said, get the fuck out of here. What? And because, you know, that's not something, you know, and it took me a long time to fight the charges. I didn't get to see my kids for over three months. I, oh, wow. I couldn't talk to them. I couldn't see them. I could not even have my mom tell my kids that I loved them. 
Oh, wow. I could have no contact with my kids. That sucks. Okay. So all because of there was too many things. And I don't blame my son because I know that it was for him. It was a very traumatic point in time. His dad and I just got divorced. We'd moved from the town that we were living into another town. And the other person that was in his life that he looked to as like a pseudo father and and a half brother, that guy's son, they packed up and moved to Wyoming. And so and my son was going to a new school district where they were making fun of him and they were bullying him and stuff like that. So he had just it was like and it was a lot of hormonal things bouncing all over. So I'm not. I, and, and he didn't know what he, what was going to happen when he did what he did, you know, because right. he called the police and they answered. He's like, oh, please, my mom's terrorizing me, you know. And so, of course, they they sent out the whole squad to to take me down. And I'm not some tiny looking woman. So I'm just this big, monstrous person who's Godzilla beating my kids type thing. Jesus. So they don't get the full story. Right. And it's not until I don't have any contact with my kids at all for three months. And that's when I started doing comedy. It is. That's when I started doing comedy was oh, because wow. I didn't have my, I had to do something to start taking my mind off of everything that was going on, all that horror that was happening. Because like anybody who knows me knows that my kids are my life. And, yeah. and if anybody that you could imagine ever beating their child, I am so far from it. It's ridiculous. Right. But so when I hear these parents going, oh, I just whooped their ass and all this stuff. And I'm like, really? Really? Go to fucking jail and tell me what you do. Tell me what, when you have your whole world turned upside down and you fucking have everything that, the only thing that I've ever done was to protect my family and to lose all of that for something of an allegation of a 10-year-old. Don't tell me that you you would be able to do that because the shit that I had to go through. And today I still have that shame and embarrassment because I went to jail for that. So it's something that, you know, that is my deepest, darkest secret that I've never said to anybody. Most of my family doesn't even know that. Hey, thanks for sharing that. That's I think that takes a lot of guts to be able to say that while we're recording. You know, and I know if it gets aired, I'm not, I'm, I'm okay. I made that conscious decision to say this, you know, and I'm okay with that because that's something, you know, that has always been like that festering thing. And again, it wasn't my, my son's fault because keep in mind that this was at a time that at school, my, my kids had maybe the year before had come home from school one time. And this is the way the school's districts have, have indoctrinated our children. They, my kids came home and they said, Mom, we had an assembly at school today. And they told us that if we see you smoking, we're supposed to put our finger in your face and say, uh-uh-uh. And then if we see you drinking alcohol, we're supposed to put our finger up and say, no, no, no. And, and then, Mom, if, if you, you do something wrong, we're supposed to call the police on you. Like, what the fuck? You're telling an eight and nine-year-olds to call the police on their parents if they do something wrong. These children don't have the concept of what the right and wrong is. Okay? You put them to bed without dessert, and that's wrong. 
So, and you wonder why our society is so fucked up, you know, with, right. we, we don't have discipline. There's no such thing as you can't discipline your child, you know, and, and then you wonder why the kids are so out of fucking control. Well, you know what? Guess what? If you think that they're out of fucking control, you fucking raise them because obviously you've tied my hands and I'm not going to jail. And, you know, and, and it took a lot, but not, I cleared my name, but you know, there was a few years ago that I wanted to, to try out for America's Funniest Mom. And you know what? I couldn't do that. Why? Because if you've ever been arrested, it doesn't say if you've ever been convicted, if you've ever been arrested wow. for domestic violence, you cannot compete. Wow. Not that I was, I wasn't charged. It took me three months. And the, the, the judges absolutely threw it out. They knew that it was bullshit. But it still took me three fucking months of, of hell and scared that if somebody, if my kids told somebody that they talked to me, that I would get arrested at work. And I did everything. I couldn't even tell my, and my mom was like, oh, I'll tell your kids that you, and I said, don't you dare. I can't afford to get arrested. If somebody, if they think that I talk to my children through somebody else, that's a no contact. Right. And so here's my kids that they don't know any better. They don't know why mom's not there. And everything that happened on that side. So stop and think about all the, you know. Yeah. All the stuff that's happened. So anyways. Well, we're, we're, we're about 10 minutes away from the end of the show. So maybe we should ch- switch gears to something a bit happier. <laughs> and talk about the shows we've been binge watching. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I can, I'm always good to bring the show, the, the, the tone down, right? <laughs> no, you know, it's, I think the mood. it's, it's, you know, I've talked about things that kind of brought it to a grinding halt a couple of times too. So it's all good. Yeah. Um, so that what was, and soapbox corner brought to you in part by fat tire. That's right. <laughs> <the> bubbling... <laughs> That's yeah. delicious. <laughs> that's funny so so Marianne what have you been binge watching mm. I don't know that I've really been binge watching anything um, I, I'm still watching I'm still trying to get through all the seasons of Boston Legal I'm still enjoying that um, I've been watching a few good movies and then some some not good movies uh, we attempted to watch Super Pets last night. Um, not really a fan. I fell asleep, so that's my glowing recommendation. I, I think it's better. I got I got a good sleep through it. Um, and then um, I'm trying to think of what other movies I've watched. Um, I got halfway. Oh, I, I okay. House of Dragon. Jamal. Mm-hmm. Are you? Did you watch? Um, Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah. I'm caught up with Game of Thrones. Okay. So the new series, The House of Dragon? I saw... Oh, yeah. I saw the uh, first episode with you guys. And, um, I mean, I didn't really know what to make of it, um, to be honest with you. It's like, I kind of feel like the opening episode, you would probably have to watch maybe, like, two or three episodes to be like, okay, am I going to commit to this? Um... I know a lot of people that I talk to that have watched it are like, yeah, um, they were already out. They were already out on it because they're just like Game of Thrones ended so poorly. And according to them, they were like, why would I want to watch this show? See, I you know, think I haven't, I haven't finished watching it. So I only watched half it because I had to go to bed to, to get up to work in the morning. And 
I still got to watch the other half. Uh, I'm not sure. I I think that for me, Game of Thrones, the reason why so many people were so disappointed with the Game of Thrones ending was because they waited in anticipation for something and they had it built up in their mind that it was going to be something way more spectacular. I watched Game of Thrones... I kind of binge watched a lot of it. So it wasn't necessarily like watching it all in a weekend, but I watched it over the course of a few weeks. And so I did not have to wait for that big finale like everybody else did. And it's okay. Cousin Todd's joking over here. Swallowed wrong. Holy shit. I'm sorry, folks. Okay. So, he's he's alive. He didn't kill him. I didn't have to heimlich him. I do need a towel or something. <coughs> yeah, it went, definitely went down the wrong tube. So, anyways, I think that... For me, the Game of Thrones final episode I thought was actually really good. I was I was satisfied. I was happy with that. So I just I don't know if they're stretching to try and find uh I, I don't know. Can can that lightning strike twice? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I will finish watching the first episode that I got halfway through. And or I might just say screw it and wait for all the seasons to run out and then watch it. I don't know. What about you, cousin Todd? Are you done choking? Uh, yeah, I'm done choking. What have you been binge watching? Um, what have I been binge watching? Well, I mentioned earlier that I started watching uh, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. <coughs> Second episode dropped today. Today, so that's been good. Um, what else have I been watching? Um, shit, after choking on, on water in my tongue, <coughs> trying to think here, um, I've been re-watching, um, re- re-watching the, uh, Marvel's Spider-Man on Disney Plus, and it has like five, four or five seasons, and I think I'm done on to like season three now. The cartoon one? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, it's really good. It's it takes place where Peter Parker's in high school, you know, and uh, and we see all the all the story arcs that people are familiar with as far as Spider-Man goes. You know, you see, you know, of course, the origins. You see, like, uh, when he meets Doc Ock and you know the lizard yeah. and you know the symbiote, the symbiote, symbi- symbiotic. The symbiote is what they call oh, it. Oh, symbiote? Yeah, this, that's what they call it. And uh, I know that I've heard people say that that's not the, the proper way of saying the word, but whatever. Um, but, you know, Venom, before he's Venom, he's, you know, he's the, 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 the black goo that attaches himself to Peter's t- costume. So. Oh. And that's where he gets the black suit and he... Has he becomes stronger and he becomes way more aggressive and yeah it's 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 uh 
I just watched the episode where this the the the, the symbiote, the alien creature that is that that becomes Venom, meets Eddie Brock for the first time. Ah, uh, okay. So, you know, which which is a way different story origin story for Eddie Brock than it was in the the, the live action movies. Oh, okay. I've been rewatching that. What about you, Jamal? What have you been watching? I have. I've just been watching movies. I haven't really been binge watching shows. Uh, it's, I got uh, actually at your place. I binge watched the Beast and Butthead. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did. You were watching that. Yeah. <laughs> I came home and he was watching Beavis and Butthead, and I was like, okay. I watched the entire second season. Um, oh man, I just basically pissed away a Monday. That's and awesome. I will never, I will never apologize for it, um, because <laughs> I, I don't usually spend all day doing nothing, but that's what I did. I watched the oh. entire season of. Uh, actually, I watched it on your Plex account. Yeah. On my Plex, on my Plex server, yeah. They actually and, have uh, the they have the the original series available on HBO Max without the music videos, so. But, on HBO, but here's the thing, though. I don't want the Mike Judge collection. I want all the episodes. Yeah, and that's what's available on, on, on HBO Max. Or and excuse me, it's... not HBO Max. I'm sorry, Paramount Plus. That's, that's ah. what it's on. Yeah, oh yeah, it's on Paramount Plus, but like, I was able to find a, uh, yeah, it was just... I will, and, and, and of course, it brought me back in time to a place where I'm just like, oh, man, these videos were so good back then. But I just wanted to, um, yeah, I binge-watched the entire second season, and it was, uh, and I was just, and, and, and I used your Plex account. So I downloaded Plex on my phone um, just to kind of see what they had and whatnot. And I'm just like, okay, Plex is all right. Um, I don't know how long I'll keep it on my on my phone, but um when you know, we get when we get a... off air, give me your Plex username and I'll add you to my server so you can access it from your phone or your computer. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll we could definitely do that. Yeah, because there's definitely he's got a, a ton of. We I just got, got it downloaded. He just downloaded it. So Romeo was was going through it. And he's like, I want this in our bedroom so that I can we can watch movies from bed. And I'm thinking we amigo. I rarely ever get a chance to watch. You know it's going to be you on those days that he's like, oh, shit, shit, she's going to be home. Because I see the good thing about where I work now is that I'm an at best time, I'm an hour and 10 minutes away from from home. So I call him before I leave work. So he has an hour and 10 minutes to do any cleanup, tidy up or making dinner or whatever. Right. That he needs to do to make it look like he's had a good productive day <laughs> while I was grinding. I don't care. I don't care. I mean, you know, the reality is, is that I'm happy that he's, he's retired. He's, he has, usually he has so many freaking doctor's appointments during the week. He can't even go to it. He couldn't hold a job if he, if he, he wanted to, because he's got such a crazy chaotic schedule. Yeah. So, and that's more important to me. So, and I, I love just, you know, kind of, of, Messing with him though too about, you know. Yeah. In Plex, Plex. Um, initially, when I first got it, was just a, a place to store my d digital copies of all the DVDs that I've had, and uh, 
and uh, in in the recent in the last couple of years, they've added they've added live streaming television on there, so you can s scroll through the TV guide on Plex and watch whatever's on there. They also have a video on demand section that's all TVs and movies and and uh, so yeah, it's 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 you know it's it's become it's become a thing that I definitely need to have access to because. Um, Sometimes uh, I, I I'm not able to get I'm not I'm, I'm not always I'm not always able to get a movie with a a uh, digital code so you can get a digital copy of the movie. So a lot of times what I'll do is I'll buy the movie and you can legally do this by the way you can make a backup and that's what I do I have the DVD still but I just I I watch them from the computer. Oh yeah, that's you know like I think. That's how the trend is going to be, that less people are ever going to buy a DVD. They're just going to buy a digital code. That's, see, that's the only problem I have with buying a movie, a digital movie off of Amazon or anything else. Because I'm like, I want something. Like, what happens if I don't keep the Amazon account? What happens if I, I don't, I decide not to, you know, like in, in my situation, Romeo and I combined our, we both had Amazon Prime and we combined it. And so we combine our account and I'm like, so why, you know, what happens if you have that digital copy, you can't take it with you. It's to stay on the account. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I don't, you know, ever buy a movie. But nowadays who actually ever buys DVDs really anymore? Because that takes so much space right. where you can just put it in the cloud or whatever and be able to have access to it from multiple, multiple devices. Yeah. And this this allows me to you know I can. I also have my MP3 collection on the on the Plex server, so I can listen to my music from anywhere. Oh, that's and cool! I can pull up a playlist on my phone and. Oh, see. I might have to actually take a look and see how much what kind of music you have on there. I have a lot of different stuff. There's stuff in there that I haven't listened to in, in forever, but I usually. Um, it's a lot of rock, and there's there's some there's some, there's some hip hop in there, and there there's an absolutely no country. Just so you know, uh, I didn't figure there would be. Um, but there there might be a, a a cover of a country song, one or two in there, huh. that are not country any longer. Ah, uh, that's not bad. That's not always bad. I I kind of like some of those crossovers, but so other than that, anybody been. I don't think there's anything else we've been. Um, I'm. Well, you mentioned you watched the the Super Pets. I watched it yesterday, and it starts off kind of slow, and I'm like, okay, this is dumb. It ended but dumb or slow. It, I, I it, like I said, I fell asleep. It it it, it gets better time. towards the end, and then like all the all the characters, all the animals become like a. a they become a. Uh, they 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 team up with one of the members of the of the Justice yeah. League. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cute, and I knew right away that that uh, that uh, was it Spike or whatever whatever the uh, uh, what's his name um, short black comedian guy voiced the Kevin Hart Kevin, Kevin Hart's Kevin Hart's character that's 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 Batman's dog I knew that from the beginning because of the name of the dog I was like that's gonna be Batman's dog at the end What was the name of the dog I'm tr I, I'm. Well, I want to say Spike, but I don't no, think that's it. Wasn't it wasn't Spike. It wasn't um, Spike. You know what? I have the Google machine right here in my hand. I can see here. Spoiler alert. 
Uh, well, it's 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 nothing. It's it's if you've ever read any of the comics or have you seen the you know uh, any of the animated stuff, it's the same character voice. It's the same dog even. Um, let's see here. The pig went to Wonder Woman. Didn't yeah, it? yeah, she did. She, she totally did. That. And then like the uh, the the the, tor- the tortoise went with with Barry Allen. The Flash. Yeah. And then um, um, Lulu ended up going with uh, the, 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 the the evil guinea pig. She ended up going with uh, Darcy, which was like Lex Luthor's right hand. Um, or Marcy, whatever her name was. Let's see here. What was I looking for again? <laughs> Shit. Something about... The pe- the name of... Oh, Ace. His name is Ace. Okay. I was thinking Spike for some reason. But, yeah, yeah. Ace has always been Batman's dog or Bruce Wayne's dog. Um, but, yeah, it's... This is... We are not the target demographic that movie. No. Clearly. But I it, it was... Yeah, once you get past all the boring bullshit of the of the, the movie, it's it's quite entertaining. And, oh. you know, we get to we get to hear... Uh, <laughs> we get to hear... Uh, uh, Keanu Reeves playing Batman. So that was. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. All righty. I have to. to it's it's a, dip out. You, I'm done. I'm you, I'm gonna turn into you, a pumpkin. Yeah. All right. Oh well, man, we, I'm exhausted myself, and I have to drive home. So. That has been our podcast day. Um, we would like to thank you guys for listening, and um, and uh, for our new listeners, thank you for uh, hanging in there with us. Yeah. Uh, we will. Back, all uh, all six of, of Jamal's fans. I know, right? <laughs> I don't. Do you ever get any emails from fans? Nope. No, me neither. I never talk to anybody who even. Li- Actually, that's not true. <coughs> I do talk to family members who tell me that they've listened to the podcast, and it always shocks me. My siblings and, oh, and have, nieces. Yeah, no. I know. have coworkers. That, I have coworkers that listen to their podcast, yeah. and they tell me what they think. They once they hear it, you know we're on the road, um, and I prefer not to listen with them. So um, yeah, but you know they might approach me with something. They're like, "You said this," and I'm like, "Yeah, I did." You know, that's I'll die on. Um, so yeah, I so yeah, you know, I get sometimes I'll get what, people will tell me what they think, and I, I like uh, I like that. And you share yeah. that that feedback with us, so which is great. I appreciate. Yeah, that. yeah, because our listeners don't ever give us feedback good or bad. I share good or bad. Yeah. Although, if I, I'm still waiting to hear, you know, now that I have this long drive, I'm still waiting to hear somebody like either email. I, you guys are going to get a complaint about my driving, I'm sure. Like that person who I was driving that black Chevy Avalanche cut me off in traffic, and that bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> well, no. And, and and to be like, the drivers out there are fucking crazy. I had my blinker on. Okay. I oh, had my blinker they'll on. They'll know it's you because you have the hashtag notaboutyoupod.com on the back, on the of, back your, of my truck. Yeah. On the back of your truck. And my window. Yeah. And so I had my blinker on and I was merging over to the left lane and this asshat behind me sped up so that I couldn't oh, get over. So that. I... I kind of scooted back over to my lane and then he backed off so I went to go scoot back over into that lane and then he sped up again 
And then so I kind of like jerked back over to my lane and then like I was just kind of hovering there and then he sped past me and I was flipping him off and then he was like flipping me off and I was like, bring it, bitch. You know, I've had a rough day and I'm like, oh my God. We, we should to... we should have a, like a, a secondary podcast where it's just Marianne ranting at people as she's driving home or, or to work. Oh my God, I'm telling you, I need to, to record that stuff because you guys would be surprised some of the shit that comes out of my mouth. Like, my God, people are stupid drivers. Marianne's Road Rage Podcast. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> Trust me, I don't have to go anywhere to do it. I'm just driving to and from work and flipping the fuck out at people. You know? Conversations, it should be called Conversations with Marianne slash Marianne's Road Rage. Because that's usually what happens, Todd. I'm, I'm having a conversation with somebody. What the fuck are you doing? Are you fucking crazy? You fucking cut me off, you asshat. So anyways, what I, I was saying earlier was... <laughs> I should show you how to do like a, just a, like a live stream from your, your Facebook comedy page. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd be... If I, if I could get... I don't know. Would they censor me, though? No. I mean, as long as you're not playing music or utilizing anybody else's content you're fine oh i can be filthy dirty yell yeah you can of fucking swear all you want okay okay i mean because you know i can't have that sensor of the fuel or, or the the fucking any kind of uh like uh <coughs> censorship on and having to curb my my enthusiasm <laughs> my enthusiastic yelling and screaming so anyways <laughs> We were trying to end the show. Yeah, I know. I need to go to bed. <laughs> okay, to Jamal, you can try again. Hard to watch, but I'm looking at my wrist. Uh, if we could see you, we'd see that. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, so thanks for listening. Um, as I, uh, as Marianne always say, uh, make good choices. And as I like to say when I correct people, uh, please remember, it's not about you. Remember, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and tell a friend. Thanks for tuning into another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd. Be sure to check them out on all their social medias at Not About You Pod.